Good morning, good noon, good evening. Whatever time and place you're listening to us from, straight from the 909, it's Mark, Andre, myself, Isaiah, and together, that's, that's hip hop. Friendly reminder to like and subscribe. Today, we're doing things a little bit different. One, we're celebrating Friendsgiving. So, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Yes, um, yes. We're going to be uh, actually having our meals here in the studio. And the podcast today is just going to be. Um, us enjoying our meals and just having a friendly chat. Having our delicious meal, our delicious <laughs> food. All right. So I think our order here came from um, our local uh, Corkies. Our, our local restaurant. farmers. Our local farmers <laughs> and, and plates. Man. Yeah. Whose grandma made these plates? These things. Yeah, I know. Oh. Right? They're 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 pretty fresh. Oh, yeah, right. there you go. That's fantastic. So cutlery. Hillary, I'm sure. We got some um, oh. some nice uh, potatoes and gravy, turkey. Got some some bread, some hog mog. Some black eyed peas. I think we got the essentials. Some black eyed peas. Oh, the essentials covered. I didn't even look at mine yet. I'm yeah, like, yeah, mine, mine. No. yeah. So we we got we got some grub here. Yeah, mine looks like theirs. We might have the itis in this <laughs> Mine episode. looks like theirs. We'll be asleep by the end of the episode, people. So uh, I just want to start off the this, show. This episode brought to you by Ambien and itis. <laughs> Again, this is from our good uh, local friends at Corky's um, here uh, off of uh, Riverside Avenue in Rialto. Yep. Uh, shout outs to them. Another location off of uh, Milliken and then another one off of uh, Baseline Road. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice shout outs to all the Corkies. <laughs> every every Corkies. All, all the Corkies. This is from all the Corkies combined. Put this <laughs> so the Corkies on. family. Um, I went there to pick shout up to uh, our, family, our meals yeah. and they had just a stacks and stacks of pie. And they're like, are you man. here for a pie? I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, I'll yeah, take a pie. But, I'll take any pie. But I was like, no, I, I did a pickup order. And they're like, oh, okay. You know, Isaiah, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, you guys are from oh. the guys from That's Hip Hop, right? And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> bread, bread underneath here. Of course Ooh. we are. That's what you said. Yeah. Of course we are. And she was oh. like, "Well, that's hip hop." Where are the pilgrims at? <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, I wanted to start off by uh, by first saying, uh, you know, this show couldn't be po- possible, you know, without my two good friends, Andre, Mark. Uh, so I want to just take this time to formally, <clears throat> formally. Uh, say uh my thanks to you guys um for being an inspiration uh you know and, and just everything in all walks of life and and you know it's an honor to be a good friend with both of you guys and i just i enjoy the times that we get to kick it uh you know whether that's playing games or you know going somewhere or just going out to eat or whatever just being ourselves yeah so um it's 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 dope that we um came together to put together this podcast, uh, you know, to just, you know, do it for a lot of people, you know, who, uh, you know, just want to hear more about music they enjoy. Um, and I feel like, you know, I'm just, I'm lucky to be a part of this group to, to be talking about, you know, such a thing that we love and we do. So, um, I guess it's it's like the modern day book club. (laughs) It's the new book club. Y'all just sit together. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Get a bunch of information from an album. You know what I'm saying? Chop where's, it up. Where's my utensils I, um, at? So, um, huh? oh, you're missing utensils. Oh, I was missing utensils. Okay, yeah. cool. So I was like, why is he any grubbing? Yeah, you know, he doesn't have his uh, they utensils. Um, I keep my. I also want to extend my gratitude and thanks to you guys. Uh, I keep my circle of friends 
relatively small, close, close knit. I don't really have time to um, make new ones. So with that being said, it's great that we're able to not only take a, take a week out for all of us to come here and talk about hip hop music, but we also make it productive. And um, with the inevitable uh, outlook being a positive one towards this uh, channel, um, I see nothing but great success to it. Mm -hmm. And I like the fact that we're making use of our time in a, in a productive means. Yeah, of course we're always going to politic and, and um, talk off camera as well, but it's also great to take the same, that same exact nucleus, bring it forth to the, the people and talk about something that we have a genuine expertise in. And um, yeah, this is our shit, man. This is what we do, man. So we've been rapping for forever. And uh, uh-huh. I just feel like this was like a perfect outlet for us to just, you know, express ourselves and have some fun, man. Uh, I know a lot of these podcasts have, you know, they're too serious, man. They're too serious. They're struck. They're stuck in the drama, man. I feel like we get to have some fun here, man. So I appreciate you both, man. You guys have always been there and I've, I've always seen you be on your champion shit. So it's just a pleasure, man. So I'm thankful for all you guys. Uh, so yeah, man, for us to come together, man, let's have some fun. Yeah. I don't know. So, I, I picked Drake for a reason, though. It's, it's kind of a, yeah, why yeah. we pick Drake, right? Because you're feeling so soft I, this week yeah, or what? I'm feeling soft, son. I'm feeling emotional, B. Nah, um, <laughs> I've been alone in my thoughts. We've always covered, you know, what we felt was, you know, personally really interesting to us. And it was my pick this week. So I'm, I really, I kind of got my mind blown by Scary Hours. You know, I've listened to all of Drake's works. Uh, one of my favorites is Scorpion for some reason because, you know, they said he didn't have any ghostwriters on it. And it's like my way to really look at him. You know what I'm saying? Like I could, I, every bar that he writes, I can put all the interesting ideas I have about him on that project. Um, but, yeah. So when I come here with with this project for you guys, I thought it would just be, be something that uh, we haven't indulged in before. We, we haven't really covered any mainstream artists or any super mainstream artists. Yeah. You feel me? Right. So I thought this would be perfect. Scary Hours kind of fits in our, our ballpark of, you know, lyricism and rapping. Yeah. So I was like, damn, Drake went hard. I got to, you know, fellas, we, we, we should roll with this. Because yeah. uh, unfortunately, we couldn't cover Andre 3000 because there's no lyrics to cover. Andre 3000 simply just put magic into an album and gave it to people. Mm-hmm. He basically, what, what do you mean? He made it. Andre 3000, you made a Sun Ra Beatles album. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Sun Ra Beatles album meditative beautiful great vibrations are on another level felt like his exact alien music yeah and and for for people that are gonna that people in the hip-hop universe are trying to review an album of only flute instrumentals you're lying to yourself lying to yourself in certain Um, in certain rhymes where he's like blowing flute do you you, i thought i heard a rhyme here (laughs) do you uh since we're talking on the subject because i did want to kind of touch a little bit about this uh you said some hot takes bro i'm kind of heated on it where you said he's like (laughs) old enough old enough he's not he's too old to be rapping oh yeah like he he, said some some i'm like bro come on like if if it's you could say if it's within you to rap right you can rap yeah. But if yeah. you're not going to be like, what am I going to rap about, man? My colonoscopy? Like, bro, come on. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it kind of was this idea that Andre 3000 kind of suffers with hypersensitivity. So with that context, it's like, how do you write lyrics about being him? Yeah. You know, yeah. he's not he's nothing like us. Yeah. It's like Mike Tyson writing bars. Can you write, you know, Mike Tyson, can he write a rap yeah. about himself and sound normal? Yeah. 
So I feel like Andre 3000 is kind of stuck in the box of, right. man, I'm so fucking out of this world. I'm really an alien now. Like, like yo, Andre 3K is really straight up just an alien we let live here, yeah, yeah. right? So it's like, how can he relate to us <laughs> lyrically? I think the best verse he dropped recently was uh, this one he had on Killer Mike's recent album. Incredible verse. I'm going to do a breakdown on that. I swear to God, it's coming. Um, but him not doing a rap album, to me, it almost made us listen to this album harder <laughs> i i really believe in a it. weird I, way yes yeah, i actually did i really believe it i feel like i was like okay i like i'm not gonna lie the moment i press play on this album my mindset is still on andre 3000 <laughs> as a rapper right so i'm looking for like a guest like your mind wants rap to happen yeah yeah you don't want fucking flutes to happen yeah, right you want a beat to like yeah, kick yeah, in or something you want somewhere. something to happen yeah. so I, I noticed when i was listening to it i felt like the flute was lyrical mm-hmm. Like the flute was sounding like lyrics after a while, this like is, like you could put words to the flute, you know. Uh, but that was that was it though. And and then by the end of the album, bro, I felt baptized. I felt like oh, I'm good. Yeah, in <laughs> a weird way, good, I felt man. like in a, in a weird way, I felt like you know it's cool to see uh, someone a big influence in hip hop, mm. you know, go kind of this different route at the end. Uh, at the end, I don't know if it's the end of his journey or whatever, but whatever point he's at. He's now at this place where he his form of expression is different from what we probably would want or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's still like I think a lot of people are still here for that. In regards to what he said uh, with uh, him being too old or whatever, I think of it in different ways. Like when you're at when you're at that age, you have so much more wisdom. You can offer right. wisdom to hip hop, you know. Whereas you know, kids might be rapping about what money and all this other materialistic stuff. Like he can offer a different perspective to it now at his point, or even just a a social, you know, commentary even on different things going on. Like there's a lot still to contribute. Mm -hmm. I think even at, you know, that age, like it doesn't have to be what's just going on with you personally, but But you know, and I I get a little bit what he's saying, but it's almost, um, if, okay, let's take the, let's take the Wu-Tang route guys. It's all Kung Fu, right? It's all karate fighting magic kung fu right andre 3000 looks like a kung fu master that has transcended his journey of rhyming words on a song and in respect to his mastery he rolls into this instrumental project the project is called new blue sun and i thought that was in uh, commentary to the roots uh, the throat chakra right the throat chakra is the blue chakra on your body right and that's how you talk since he didn't rap on the album, the new blue sun or the new blue throat chakra would be his flute. So a new way to talk is the kind of the secondary name of it. So new blue sun is the new way to talk because he couldn't rap. So he did the flute thing and everybody kind of rolls with the idea that it's relation to that throat chakra concept because he would have rapped. Why didn't you rap? Right. His first song is called I, I, I Really Wish I Could Have Rapped. On this album. Oh, now yeah, he, he's, yeah. he's not too old, huh? Yeah. No, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, you oh, wait. What's wrong with that? So wait. Okay. So you're mad at the idea because I want to so, talk about too. I hate the too. fact that he's pl- putting limitations on, on the idea, on the idea of rap well, based on his age. No, 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 no. To I me, think, that's think, a cop out. I think can maybe I, maybe Andre Three Thousand is just trying to give some perspective can, on other cats that are trying to still roll on at his age though, and still I, trying to put bars can out I in say the game. A conspiracy theory. Yeah. Uh, my, I was talking to my friend Hexer. We're just messing around, just joking, but it's just kind of fun. I just want to bring it in the air. What you oh. guys think? 
He said that he thinks, shout out to Hector by the way. He too. thinks uh, you know uh, Andre three thousand may have like kind of went this weird route because uh, Erica Badu. <laughs> and I was just like, well, we just talked about Common, right? Common did that and too, man. In a way, he kind of went different, you know. And we're like, wow, I thought it was funny. She'll take but you. Then places. I was just like, are you just gonna overall blame yeah, Erica Badu for what he's doing? I was just doing? like, well, he's not still with her, right? And then he looked it up, and I guess Andre uh, Thousand has three kids with her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I was like, oh, so he's yeah, he's tied. He's well, tied. more, he's tied. More he's fucking tied with her. That's what you said. He's tied. <laughs> no. That's fucking hilarious. No, yeah, expect he's Hector's calling tired. me right now. Speak Hector of the, heard me. Speak of the saint. He's tired. That's I also wanted to make mention, too, that this is the only way that this would work in the fashion where a hip-hop MC goes into a different genre. Yeah. It doesn't work the other way around. I don't want to hear Kenny, Kenny G start rapping. Oh, I see what you're <laughs> Andre 3000 was able to take his, his, his MC credibility and his notoriety and take it into the, the flute escape, uh-huh. the flute verse mm-hmm. and decide <laughs> to make a, verse? I don't know, like, and, and, you know, he, he takes, you know, the, the ex outcast uh, stands. He takes all the, uh, the solo effort stands. Yeah. Takes them into the, uh, the, the, the flute, verse yeah and now it's like like they the brainwashing andre over here thinking that he's hearing lyrics in the flute (laughs) (laughs) there's gonna be a lyricology breakdown it's gonna be the the longest it's gonna be it's gonna make mural look like child's play because you did a long thing on mural that was good though it's gonna be a 20 minute breakdown it's gonna be a 20 minute breakdown on the flute only in all seriousness but in all seriousness it's it's i'm glad that it it he takes this approach and finds it to express his artistry. I'm just hung up on the fact that hey, look, there's old there's older MCs that predate you by a decade and a half. Yeah. Kane, Rakim, Jizza, still doing their thing, still performing, still catching wrecks, still doing a great job at yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I just don't enjoy the fact that he's he himself has with his limitless artistry has placed himself on the limitation of one of his aspects of art yeah. based on the fact of age. It's a preconceived number. You guys Good seen uh, Key and Peele's take on the, on, on, uh, or, oh, where, where, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that one was funny. Yeah. Or it's like oh, big boys, the only sane one, apparently. <laughs> well, if I can, uh, we could have been something, man. All right. <laughs> look into goddamn the, mind. He has a pinwheels, like look into it with your third eye. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's man. like framed in truth too like <laughs> to no me, life. i feel like maybe you know because in my listening experience with the album it felt kind of beatles-esque it felt like a yeah. it felt like a beatles oh. experience because it was just like you completely broke the idea of what we wanted from you yeah it's yeah. almost a simpsons joke mm-hmm. it's really almost a yeah. simpsons joke if yeah, i went back you know to 1999 and I had like I had, I got the newest Andre three thousand album. Yeah. Wait, first of all, I got to tell them Outcast broke up. Outcast right. broke up, by the way. Yeah. And Andre three thousand was solo, and this is what he sounds like. And I play this fucking album. <laughs> they were not as like, no bars at all. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really do feel like this album is a statement of maturity. But himself saying that he's too old to rap, I personally feel like he was just saying that. To make sure you motherfuckers didn't get on his ass for not dropping a rap album. Damn, leave him alone. Motherfucker don't want to rap. But is in a way kind of genius, do you guys think? Big because... Boy didn't drop nothing shit. Y'all ain't yelling at this motherfucker. <laughs> well, he, he did ATL. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about I don't going count on count man. We're talking about, about him going shit. to different artistries, yeah. man. He played a good but villain. What, did, what do you guys think about the idea that well, 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 he actually is making a chess move because people are going to sample this all no. day? Okay, so I that's what I was listening to as I was sitting there. I was like, damn, I'm so into this experience. Mm. I'm gonna be honest, guys. I meditate, y'all. Mm. I get down with the meditation. Black people meditate. All right. I meditated to this album. It's a really beautiful transcend transcendental experience, yeah. right? And my idea simply is motherfuckers ain't expecting a meditation album, man. It's not what they want, you know? So it's not something that people are commonly going to engage with. It's not something that that's going to be relevant to my culture. Our culture, we want to hear this motherfucker rap. That's it. It's, it's that simple. It really is that simple, mm-hmm. you know? Um but from my experience with what Andre 3000 was doing, I think he was trying to really break the idea of music. You know, you're just going to bra- bracket this black man that has pivotally shifted hip hop culture uh, and you're going to put him in a box as an MC. So as soon as he drops any album, they're going to consider it a hip hop album. Right. Right. And that's the pitchfork problem. Right. Yeah. We had a little, you know, scuffle about that with pitchfork where they considered this a rap album. It's a hip hop album. Whereas in context, we have a hip hop artist making new music. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. But that, let's speak bigger. Andre 3000 is so impactful to this whole fucking culture that we can't let him be another artist. We follow You're him. a hip hop artist. We, we yeah. follow him. You anyway. are hip hop. Yeah. You can't go anywhere else, man. It's like Idris Elba. Idris Elba is, look, Idris Elba is that actor, right? We know him as this particular kind of person. Seeing him DJing doesn't work. Our brains don't even calculate the information. So it feels like Andre 3000 kind of did something along that line. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this album was very well put together. Very, oh, yeah. very, oh, yeah. very really interesting, was. man. Yeah. So shout out to Andre 3000, man. I had no problem big with it. No complaints. If y'all didn't like the album, the y'all just wasn't ready, man. Y'all wasn't ready for this yeah, shit, big man. Big shout outs to the legend, man. That shit I, felt like <laughs> 20 years from now, man. I just, I loved, uh, you know, I loved everybody's kind of feedback and playing with it and just kind of having fun with it. You know, I saw a lot of, uh, a lot of memes and stuff or people just doing TikToks about, oh, you guys are going to hear that new Andre 3000? And, and they play the Boondocks? Yeah, they yeah. play the Boondocks theme? <laughs> oh, man. So I just, hilarious. I loved all of it, man. I thought it was really dope. So I think what we'll do is um, we'll have this as its own little piece of its own episode. I want to also talk about something else, too. What? Uh, before this, this is another, since we're always talking, we're talking about controversial hip hop topics here. All right, all right. Um, <clears throat> Lauren Hill said something to the effect of, you're lucky I even showed up to my shows. <laughs> when did she say that? Dude, she said a couple weeks back. Yeah, she definitely right. said that. She's, right. she's always been showing up late to yeah, her shows. I, I know it's a thing. That's her yeah. shit. And, That's her and, and, and it's like, you're lucky I even showed up. And it's like, no, you got a set end time. You showing up late to the set time. Like, but maybe is there a good reason she's showing up late? Like, maybe is there like I don't know? Is she like watching somebody? What, she's not making hey. thousands of dollars enough? I think she got. I think she got cannabis problems. I think she got problems, the same problems that cannabis deal with. Miss Lauren Hill was such an influential figure when she left the game. I don't know what happened to her. She kind of had like a Dave Chappelle kind of, didn't she? Mm-hmm, she was so. rising to the top and then she just suddenly ran out, right? Yeah, I know I know she was in the middle of having a baby and, and then also for religious reasons, I think. And she ghosted out so hard. She said she was doing it so much. Like she was in the studio. It was almost like she didn't have a life anymore. Mm-hmm. But we ain't heard shit from her. So what's she yeah. talking about? But no, no. Tell disrespect. that to Michael Jackson. Tell that yeah. to Elvis. Yeah, no disrespect. I have so, not. I've not heard any of her output, bro. Real so, talk. So I mean, we've had 
artists be late before, you know, and sometimes we call it what fashionably late or whatever. Yeah. But, but if we what, adore the artist enough, where, where, we'll, we'll at what point that. does it then like fall off for Lauren Hill doing it? I I'm, I'm on, I've always, I've been over her since after the, like after she didn't do anything consistently after miseducation, mm. she's been harping on that. The Fuji should have been the Fuji's reunited once. Mm-hmm. I think they did the 25th recently. We end up finding Praza. We end up finding out Praza is an informant for the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I, and, and then Clef gets the bad end of the stick for uh, being on the blame of cannabis yeah. for his yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Fuji's just got a bad rep, man. Um, yeah. It's unfortunate. But the other thing about uh this, uh, the other thing about this is that I, I don't like her comment on it that she's like, you're lucky I even showed up. Like, damn, like cancel the show. Yeah, people are going to get refunds, but what if people travel out of state to see her? What if there's people that like were dedicated and oh, this is the only time it like say someone came out of Dallas and they the only the only time that they got to see Lauren Hill was at the Houston show. That ain't that ain't that uh, that ain't that uh, uh, that ain't that. Uh, Close, yeah. Well, I you got know? you, and you know, people's time is precious. Yeah. That is true. You know, you expect your your artist to come out on time, but you know, even on mine, I'm like, damn, we're, I'm about to see Lauren Hill, man. That's kind of you know, yeah, that's yeah. kind of that's that's there's kinda, people that found out that she got canceled on the way. Yeah, that's but, that's but, the messed up part. But as an artist, you know, I always have to consider this, and this was based only entirely, guys. I based my theory off of the cannabis battle. Okay, so all my theories based on this. From this point forward, is from the battle that cannabis had with disaster. Cannabis later explains that he has shit going on that was way beyond the battle you would never understand, right? Way beyond the battle. Like, yeah. he got in a car crash, yeah, people attacked, all, all that shit, right? Yeah, yeah. And I thought about that. I was like, damn, there's nothing you can do but show up to the battle and lose, basically, right? Yeah, so yeah, when true. I think about Lauren Hill, maybe she might have some cannabis bullshit going on, car crash type shit. Because I mean, what's cannabis? Then she gets do? to the I mean, show and she don't even want to get on stage or something, but she has to. Yeah, you know, you don't know what these artists go through. The, the difference between Biss's situation and Lawrence Hill's situations is tens of thousands of dollars difference. Big, okay, yeah, big difference financially. Okay. Yeah, the 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 thing that gets me if she's fully able to in the right state of mind, you know, like actually able body to, not like Biss getting yeah. a fender bear if it was in an arm cast is like <laughs> right. that. It's, that is the most full body cast. That is the like, most battle bait you could I come came in. With <clears throat> but I just that that didn't rub, that rubbed me the wrong way because there was people that were like siding with her on it. It's like no, like if someone's gonna if someone's gonna uh, if an artist of her magnitude, she's regarded as one of the best female MCs. Oh yeah, she's how old oh, is yeah, that? Um, but the uh, she has if she already is running through with that reputation, it's a matter of her commit making the commitment to make those dates and do all that because she's already traveling. It's not like she's like, Oh, I, I got lost from my house all the way to Albuquerque. Like, no, you've been touring. <laughs> you've been from Phoenix to Albuquerque to here to here. Like you're yeah. on the road. Yeah. Right. You're already doing that. Like, so you going late. Okay. Or, or not even showing up at all. You still got to make the next leg of the tour because you got to remain on schedule for the rest of them joints. Yeah. That's the only thing that was like, you look, you even showed up like, damn girl. Like I remember you didn't even show up for rock the bells. I think, I think she showed up late for rock the bells. We, I think so you're still got, mad about rock the bells. She, she got booed off stage. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. you're still mad about rock the bells. I mean, I, I, I was indifferent about Lauren. How do I think she's, I'm uh, pl- she, she just did the one album and that was it. One I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Fuji's too. Fuji's though. I say it by piece. It was though. a good still masterpiece <clears throat> though of that album though. Yep. 
Untouchable yeah, project. Like that. Untouchable. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, we should cover it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I'll have a whole about on that one for you guys. Did <laughs> <laughs> you do a little re- religious little uh, sabbatical for that one? <laughs> y'all really want me to y'all really want to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. Let us right. know in the comment section. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Right. Yeah. So I think what we'll do is we'll put this uh, together as its own little package for uh, Thanksgiving. And, Thank you for and, yeah. the meal, by the way. Thank yeah, you. and uh, you, we'll enjoy <clears throat> some of that. So we'll put a we'll put an end to this, and then we'll start our episode for the rest of that. So if you guys enjoyed this, uh, please comment, like, share. Um, uh, happy Thanksgiving to to y'all for yeah. uh, for. You know, thanks for joining us on our, yeah, of our Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, man, man, that food disappeared, bro. Yeah, yeah play your gone. flutes, man. Play your flutes. <laughs> All right, peace, everybody. They even, they even had a...